but uh, it just sounded like drama. It was. I clocked out. I chose to do more of like the DC DMV area mm-hmm. as opposed to like college. Because okay. it just it just gave me a little bit more peace. I felt like I met more people <laughs> outside outside of college in real life doing what they were doing. That's as opposed right. to like people in college still trying to figure themselves out because it's too much. I didn't like that. It sounds like a headache. It was it a does. headache, especially when fun. you're not into it. I mean, if you're into it, it's I, fun. I, I, like what I mean, like fun in the sense that like I was more so one of those people that like. I like to hear about those type of stories. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the boys in the house meet at that one friend's yeah, house yeah. and be eating and I, just gossiping. I'm not gonna lie to you. Do you know how people like? Yeah, women talk amongst each other and stuff. It's the it's men, the guys. Oh, the guys talk. Bro, yeah, can, they, they, their mouths will be running, running like water. I like, mean, I'm telling you, four, five a.m. And the things I'll be hearing, you won't want to go to sleep, bro. Her. Back See? in this oh building. My God. <laughs> Not back of the building. You know what's so funny? That's the reason I stayed away from Nigerian men for so long. I swear to God, I probably didn't oh talk to God, no more than like go. two Nigerian men in the New York area mm. because there's no way you're gonna be putting mukri in your gossip. Mm-mm. There's no way. Oh, it's it starts with one. Yeah, yeah but the things like some of these women actually want to be the topic of. Hell no! Don't, don't make me the topic. Let me, not, let me not go Mm-mm. into that because some of them like they be oh like really like y'all was talking about me. That's what I'm like, saying. Pick your like, piece. And then, like, and, then, like, some of, and, like, some of these girls would be like, um, so, like, did so, 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 so get angry when he was talking? Oh, my gosh. They like when the I, attention. What? It's the what? attention grabbing. Yeah. And, and that's and that's what I'm saying. It's like, it just becomes so normalized because, like, you know, some of these women, like, I have a lot of, you know, female friends that kind of think that way. You know what I mean? It's like, they want to know if they're being talked about or not. And at times, I'll let them know. At times, I won't. For their own Safety, right? Safety, Our protector in arms. And it's like, especially at times that like you're kind of caught in the middle where like, you That's, know, it's, it's you know, maybe the person that she's messing with is your friend and it's like, you're also her friend. So it's like, you don't want to pick, you know, I mean, especially when things have a fallen out. You, you don't want to be I in didn't, a situation. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> mind. I didn't even try. Nope. It, it, it gets really, really entertaining. But this is it, crazy. it can also be a little, you know, mentally tasking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think it's it's just part of the experience. It's one of those things where it's like... <laughs> no. It's, it's like, it was down for the ride. Yeah, but I feel like that was... I knew that was what I was probably going to get with going to an HBCU. And I just wanted to be able to live to be able to talk about it. Because... I'm going to interact with other people anyways. I'm going to have, you know, those, you know, like you, you can't escape certain people, you know, like the, you can't really escape it, but like being in that type of environment for four years, I will not lie. Not only was it, you know, like, like I said, mentally tasking at times and entertaining, but I learned so much about myself. Mm-hmm. Like I, the person that I was starting freshman year, and leaving is two completely different people. As it's, it should be. Growth it's is not even. It's not even it's close. Supposed to happen. It's, That's it's, what college is for. It's regardless not even close. Of, mm-hmm. and, and and it's just like, at times I had to put myself in. I had to put myself in a situation where I was uncomfortable, um, where I was rather in my comfort zone, and I had to kind of come out of it, right? And I was. A, I'm a pretty social person. I, I'm an extroverted person by nature, but you know, I wanted to be able to use that extroverted you know kind of personality to benefit something to benefit people to benefit myself right so something i did i 
took part in a lot of organizations, especially the African Student like African Student Association. That was something that was very dear to my heart in college because those are the people that first found me. Those people that made me feel like home. And I serve that particular organization with intent because like I want to be able to do the same thing for somebody else that is a a, a lost, you know, Nigerian kid uh, first starting am, college. A first American mm-hmm. Nigerian. You know, kid. a first mm-hmm. American and it's just like a fang. And it's like exactly a basically fang. a fang, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like you want to be able to help that kid out because somebody there were people that helped me out along the way. Right. Like there were juniors and seniors and like I'm still cool with those people till this day. Like these are some of the best friends, and it's like we're in the same like career path. And it's like if you didn't help me out when I was a freshman and made me feel comfortable, I probably wouldn't be where I am right now. Right. You know One thing I, mean? I would say is I think it allowed me to explore the different parts of my blackness. Mm. Like mm, it allowed sure. me to explore my more American side, and it allowed me to explore my Nigerian side as well. And it also allowed me to see that like. No matter which way you cut it, like, you're not really as special as you think. (laughs) And not even in a bad way. I'm telling you, somebody can relate to you on the most, like, minuscule level that you Mm -hmm. didn't even think. Like, a lot of the friends that I made from Howard, I didn't really make them until after most of them graduated. Mm. And I promise you, like, it's not the only thing keeping us together. But one thing that really, like, ties it all is, like... We all love Korean food. Mm. I promise wow. you. And it's something so small, small. like that. Yeah. But it's right. like that commonality is something that you won't normally see. And you think, oh, I'm a little weird. Like maybe I watch anime right. more. People say that. And I don't like that. Or comment. yeah, I watch K-drama yeah, and stuff like that. Weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it draws you together. And you kind of get to see like the different fragments of who you are. In your blackness, so right. I really I like, like that. that. I like that. I like that. So you guys spoke about how like intentional you was <clears> with <throat> learning about yourself mm-hmm. in the community. Well, especially being in Howard yeah. around other Africans, African Americans, the diaspora. Dami, we went to PWI. Do you feel mm-hmm. like you had that same? You were able to make that same influence there? No, I feel as though when I was in school. All right, so the black community in my school was really just the dorms. Mm. those are all the people from like Brooklyn, the Bronx, everyone was there. So I was able to relate to people in that aspect, but in my classrooms and like my study, all of that stuff, it was palm people. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. So like, I felt as though I was still trying to figure out myself out. And Mm. so I didn't really know where I fit in. I even tried joining the the African organization on my campus, but I was just so nervous. So like, I Mm. felt so out of place. I didn't follow through with it. So Mm. I just never really found my own footing within my school. I feel as though after I graduated, taking myself out of that college mentality, college environment, I was able to see things from a different point of view. Mm. I felt as though I was actually in the real world. So I was able to like let loose and just allow myself to experience different things to figure out who I am. How can I fit in this and how can I continue to be myself without feeling so like left back and like Mm. in shackles, I guess is the word I can say. That's Mm. interesting. My experience was completely different. Like completely, I, I I think I was more purposeful with my intent mm. with when I went in my community. Cause one, I was Nigerian from Brooklyn and I was in theater. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> like nobody there was African. Everybody, like you had people from the Caribbean, but nobody was Nigerian. And I, it took me a long time to connect with the people in the theater community. Mm. 
And in the photography department, right? Because I have my degree in photography as well. I was around a lot more Caucasians. Mm. And I would be like the only... To them, I'm the only black female, mm-hmm. right? There was there was no black males at the time when I first started photography. It was just mm. straight Caucasians. Mm. And then I had the people in the dorm where everybody was from Brooklyn. And mm. it was weird because it's, I say it's... I wouldn't say it's weird, but it was like one thing... One thing while I was at college that really pushed me, especially about being Nigerian, was the fact like the people, the com- the two communities that I'm in that I'm new to mm. don't really know me. Mm. So a lot of my photography projects, I evolved it evolved around being Nigerian American, right? Uh, I was purple was like mm. no no, pro- no project that I had, you could not tell that you could tell that it was a Nigerian woman that did it, mm. right? The Brooklyn part was kind of hard to do, but it was like. They they already know American culture. So I have a question for you. What? Um. So Howard is known for being one of those schools with, you know, um, a lot of creatives, right? Mm-hmm. Quality creative. I'm talking people like, you know, you would look at some people and be like, wow, you are really a true creative. And it was just every, it was splattered all over campus from the streets to the classrooms to, to even like sports. Every, you would always find a creative somewhere. And- as a result of that, the creatives would come together and, you know, they, they, you know, like they would discuss different ideas, you know, different things of that nature. How do you think, if you were to have attended Howard, how do you think your passion for being a creative would have evolved? Like, like what, like, what are some ways that you think that you would have evolved as a creative? I think it could have went two, two ways. For sure, I think I might have been discouraged because... No matter where we go no, in life, we do want to feel special in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. I'd have felt discouraged because now I'm a little bit because I'm around everybody that kind of mm-hmm. thinks the same way. Mm-hmm. Versus in Buff State, I was the rare gem. Like you go mm-hmm. to the student gallery, you would know like this piece is all muckery mm-hmm. and everything. Nothing in that room can compare. I have another question for you. Do you feel like because you were in those spaces like you had to showcase that part of your creativity mm. or was that your creative nature? Uh, I felt like, question. I felt like it, it made me want to learn more about my background because mm. I felt like I grew up in the hood. I grew up in Flatbush. I lived in Brownsville. I lived in the East. I wasn't around a lot of Nigerians. Even now with me and you finding out we both attend CNS. I told you, I just started going, yeah. you know, like I didn't know about CNS till I got to college, mm. you know? So I felt like, Buff State allowed me to really dig deeper into being Nigerian. Because mm. the one part I would say is that I connected with being Nigerian a lot more than a lot of other Africans, I felt. Mm. But I didn't express it enough. Like, because in school, I wasn't, being African wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, I was a girl from Brooklyn. How I talk, how I walk. Like, you you made a joke about me being African. I probably was fighting you. Mm. Versus here, it's like, okay, I could be a little bit more open and free about it. So it was it was more of it was a learning moment for me. It was like now I could be intentional in who I am. Mm. Like cuz the person I was in high school is not the person now. Like high school you wouldn't have known I was Nigerian. I started to hide it. Mm. Versus in Buffalo, I felt like it was okay for me to be different. It was okay mm. for me to be African cuz I was around more Africans but different Africans especially like Ghanaians, mm. Senegalese and you see how proud they are. And Nigerians are proud too. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're proud. But in Buff State there was there's not a lot of Nigerians. Mm. You know, I agree with what you said. Um like even back when we were younger, I've had like the jokes about being African, you know, made fun of me, all of that stuff. So even while I was in school, I never really 
most people didn't know I was Nigerian. Like I said, people knew me as Rebecca. Who's yeah. that? Me? Who's Who, that? Yeah. Who the fuck is that? And even with going to high school, it was the same way. I wasn't really expressing my Nigerian side. And when I got to college, it was kind of the same thing. I still wasn't expressing like who I am. Like this is part of me. This is a part of my roots. It wasn't until, honestly, now this area in my life, I feel as though I can connect more with my roots. Right. Mm. And everybody would accept it. There's no, <laughs> it's not bad. Accept, it, it's not bad. But back right. then it was like, it was bad. People didn't want to speak with you. It was like, you had <laughs> to me, cold switch, yeah. you know, <laughs> basically to fit in and find your own friend group. Let me tell you, I, I'm really, I was really proud to be Nigerian when I was in school, like in middle school, high school, right? Mm -hmm. And the one traumatic experience that really set it off for me, you know, um, I think it's um, Ilea, right? Mm -hmm. In the Islam religion, right? Mm -hmm. We were doing it at home in Nigeria and it was like the summer and stuff. So, you know, they're killing the gold. I remember this yeah, story. And everything. And then I posted on Facebook. Mind you, I'm proud. Mm. You know, I'm proud. I'm like, this is us. This is um, part of our upbringing. This is our tradition. This is our religion. Like, so I posted on Facebook. Like I said, I was really proud. I get to school. It's the goat killer. Goat killer? <laughs> Bruh. Goat killer That's is crazy. crazy. Goat killer. I meant like, that shit traumatized me and so bad. I never, I never will post anything about being Nigerian mm. again. See, for me, it was kind of the opposite. For me, it was more so that, like, from looks, most people didn't assume that I was Nigerian. So mm. I made, like, mm -hmm. an active effort to, like, make sure it was known that I'm Nigerian. Because before I'm black, I'm Nigerian. That's how I was raised. So when I went into, like, Howard, when I went into that space, I was more so thinking of, like, okay, like, you know, there are people who are... African-American, like, let me show them a little bit more of my culture. But then I got that pushback, like, with the food or with, mm -hmm. like, you know, maybe certain events where we had, like, African takeover day at Howard where we would wear, like, native. And I remember pulling my native out and this girl just looked at me one way. I'm not going to lie. I just had to fold it back and put it away. Wow. I said, you know. It's I, discouraging. I yeah, I'll pick that, that wow. battle another day. And it's just like... For me, what Howard allowed me to do is kind of like segment myself and mm. explore myself apart from my blackness, apart from my Africanness, because they both already had a space there where I was comfortable enough in those individual spaces. But who I am, like when you take all of that away, I was able to explore that. So I definitely feel like I found out more about my personality, more about who I am Indeed. without having to showcase, oh, I'm black or, oh, I'm right. Nigerian. Mm -hmm. I would definitely say that, showcasing your personality. Because I feel like now I've been the most free I've ever been in my life. Mm. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> I love it. I think, and I really wish that for everybody. There's just something where you're allowed to be who you are entirely mm. as a whole while having to separate it. Mm. Like code switching, I'm not a big fan of it. The way I talk to my clients at the nail salon is the same way I talk to y'all. Mm. I don't change it for nobody. Sometimes my accent come out, sometimes it doesn't. I really try not to switch it. I really just try to be who I am all the time because it's relieving. Mm -hmm. you, you, you'll feel happier. I'm telling you. A lot you, less stressful. A lot less stressful. You don't have to think too hard. If they didn't understand it, just let me know you didn't understand it and we could communicate it in a different way. Mm. No, literally. Okay. Communication is key. Okay. I kind of wanted to do communications at Howard. Mm. Yeah, I did, actually. She actually, yeah, did yeah. in, in communications you know, at Howard. Yeah. I, I tried to do my master's and what, well, the pandemic and shit, and I, there was something about like, oh, they took away the program. Mm. Um, 
I know, it's heartbreaking. I love the communication. I love communication. It was honestly my favorite. I feel like everybody, there's a lot of women at Howard that were like communications. I was like, what called the school of coloring? What is communications like? Like when you major communication, like what is that? Well, the way Howard has it, they have um, strategic, legal, and management communication. So you Mm. can pick, you do management, you do legal, you do strategic, which is like planning and stuff like that. I did legal communication, so most of my classes were like law based. I was about to say I should come bring you my contract before I sign it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you want this any better than me. Yeah. So it was more focused on that, but I feel like the communications department had a lot more resources, like mm, in endless things. They have um, what was another major? TV, journalism, and film. Right. That's a they had that as a major. And I think, yeah, those were the two majors, if I'm not mistaken. And then they also had, like, PR. But it was just so much more because, like he said, Howard is very artsy. It's very artistic. Mm -hmm. So, like, they put money into that. Yeah. And they didn't have the College of Fine Arts originally. Like, that's something they just started. So, most of the artistic kids would go into, like, communications. Yeah, Yeah, because College of of Fine Arts used to be part of College of Arts and Sciences. Um, right, that's how it was when yeah. I applied. So, so yeah. now, now it's its own, you know, you know, separate, you know, college on its own. So I feel like that's how we're saying, okay, like we've heard you, right? Like when I think about the, you know, like the funds and resources that kind of go into certain programs, uh, Howard is usually like within the creatives, you know, kind of like communication at times. Sob, School of Business, money gang. I think I think the school gets a lot of money from a lot of these businesses. Um, that kind of come to Howard and, you know, like they like, you know, try to like, you know, get a whole bunch of students Recruit. to work, you know, like yeah. basically like recruitment. They need their right? black kids. And it's like, I kid you not, that was why I said like with opportunity, Howard is, I would place pedestal, I, I would I would place Howard on a pedestal in regards to opportunities in contrast to other HBCUs. Mm. And the reason why I say that, and, and a lot of people hate that, but <laughs> unfortunately it is the truth. And I personally don't like that it is that way where it's like when people think HBCU, what's the first college that they think about? Howard University. Yep. Yeah. And then it goes Spelman, Morehouse, you know, yeah. kind of it starts to trickle down, right? And it's like, whereas everyone knows it's just the same thing, but you kind of have to, there's a certain point in time where you kind of have to take advantage of that, right? right. And it's not anything that it's, it's not anything that is within your control. There's not much you can do in your control, right? But it's like, as a student, as a as a black man, as somebody that is looking to, you know, make use of my life, I have to take advantage of it, right? I would highlight one particular event in, in, in regards to opportunities where it's the career fair. The career fair is one of the biggest days on Howard's campus because it's, it's you know, it's in an open space. There's 500 plus employers. Basically, if they could grab you by the shirt, they will take you. They will grab you by the <laughs> For shirt. Real? Like, and it's like, they want you to come and, you know, hear what they have to say because they know that there's another competing company, maybe just 20 stations down, that are also looking for that black talent. So it's like, it's a double-edged sword in the sense that they're looking to fill quotas, right? But you get to take advantage of it as a black student and say, listen, I understand I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm trying to fill, like fill a quota for this school, you know, like for this particular company where it's like, okay, we need a certain amount of black people because, you know, to help diversity and inclusion. Right. right. And it's like for you, it's like you kind of know that as a subliminal thought, 
But you're like, whatever. I, I, I still get the opportunity. Yeah. Exactly. You have the opportunity because a lot of people don't have access to opportunities like that. Exactly. So just you being, having that one foot in the door is like, I'm going to take it because I need to advance my life. You exactly. Know? So so it's like, that's what I'm like. It's like one of those like, it's a necessary evil. You know what I mean? Because it's mm. like, you know that these people just see you as just a number. But like for you to get to the next stage or next level, and in your then you life, can you bring people up with you. Also. Exactly, and that's and, that, and that's the beauty. That's one thing I absolutely love about Howard University is the fact that there's a lot of camaraderie, right? When someone, when one person, you know, does something big, you know, that person does their best to include others. Tell them about that same internship. Tell them about that same opportunity that you yeah. had. Yeah. You know I was about to say they didn't have exactly, that. and it's like for some people. You know, that's how, as a group, they're able to kind of rise. Yeah. And you, but I and, think and we could be any... that as people while having to attend an HBCU. And, you and, think, and that's the thing. in theory. I, I, well, I know because that's how I am. Mm -hmm. I know, like, I try to, like, bring people up with me no matter where I'm going. It depends on, like, if I know you personally and what you're trying to get into exactly, in life. Exactly. I will speak your name in certain rooms. But you have to think, like, in Howard, it's a... Uh, it's a lot less like scarcity because exactly. that's where the companies are coming. So right. you might not get one company, but the next company may be looking at you. Exactly. In other places, it may be three companies coming Versus and you're trying, yeah, you're right. trying for all three. So Shoot. they're not going to be as willing to be like, oh yeah, this doesn't work for me, but here's the next person I think will be a good fit. Exactly. Right. And, and, and that's what I kind of so mean by like, yeah, it's, it's, really, lot, it's, a, yeah. it's a lot, it's a, it's a great place for opportunity. Like I will give the example of, you know, for me that I, I want to pursue a particular career, right? I have the ability to literally hit up somebody that has been part of a particular internship or has, or maybe I saw an image you were part of this particular internship. I'd be like, hey, like, I saw that you did this. Would you mind telling me how you got it? Network goes and they crazy. Will, the networking is insane. They will say, they will stop everything. This is a, a, a good amount of people at Howard. They're, there's obviously the other side where they want to compete with you, but the good people, the the people that are, you know, actually human beings, in my people. opinion. Just um, those those particular people, they will drop everything they're doing and say, okay, uh, call me at 6 p.m. Yeah, talk to this person. Look or up talk this. To that person. Read this. Like do that. Or, you know I, mean? yeah. I need to go to Howard. Like, you know I'm going to buy it up on my MFC. Do this, do that. And uh, get back to me. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll, they'll stay in touch with you. And the next thing you know, you have an internship. They're helping you with the interview process. They're helping you write the Mock essays, interviews, yeah, all essays, of that. Like, wow, PWI like, did not have that. You know what I mean? And, and it's, like, it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, this is, these are one of the positive things that I can take away from the school. Because till this day, I still rely on, on, on a lot of those connections. Perfect. And, because my network is a lot more expansive now, I get to do that for somebody else. Who didn't right? even I have, have a lot of Howard. people that are currently at mm. Howard that reach out to me. Like hey, that. you know, you're working here. You're working there. Is there something you can do? Can you take a look at my resume? I say, Absolutely. You know, because someone did the same thing for me. Mm. So it's like you want to do that. what others have done for you in that particular regard. And it's just spread around all over the school. Because at times you will be in classroom and you don't know if you're sitting next to the next, like you, like you don't know if you're sitting next at to all. probably Forbes' next like young billionaire. You right. have no 30. idea. So it's like you would <laughs> you would want to be in that environment and you would want to take advantage of that network. Mm -hmm. I, if I want to, if I know if there's anybody that says, hey, like, um, you know, could you put me in contact with this person, like, put me in contact with someone in this area? I can literally go through my list of contacts and be like, yeah, I know somebody in PR. Oh yeah, I know somebody that's in medicine. Oh, uh, you said dentistry. Oh yeah, I know this person. We had class together. 
You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you want to be a lawyer? Oh, yeah, uh, I have a friend that helps out with, you know, writing personal statements. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I feel like Howard kind of builds that. Like, yeah, from, and you guys from take it and bring it back to your community. Oh, for a fact. I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely, I, I think I, I think that's the missing piece is is the fact that because you've gotten this experience, what are you gonna do with it? Yeah, you know what right. I mean. For me, I'm someone that I try to pride myself on helping people out. Anyone that knows me knows that I will do my best to help people out. Oh, that and, nine chat pride. It, like, and it's just like it's not just because <laughs> I wanted. It's not for gratification, self gratification, because I can get that in different ways. You know what I mean? Pause. Sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah anyways that was a crazy statement but um you know what i mean like it, it, he said it out loud it did not sound the way it sounded in my head it's coming out how i really wanted to come out but you know like i'm doing it because somebody else has done the same thing for me and i feel as though it's an obligation to do that it, it i feel obliged to do it yeah and it's like it becomes a responsibility because it's like you're being put in these shoes of of your I, I guess quote unquote your predecessors where they've they were basically doing they were sticking out their necks for you. Yeah. I know people that were sticking out their neck for me. Like I'm talking 4 a.m. conversations about how we're gonna make it. Like I'm still in contact that. with with these people till today. As and you some of them are are literally at the places where I want to be. Some of them are in med school already. Some of them are are in residency already. And it's like it's like wow, like I'm next in line, and then I have the people right behind me. They're like just trying to get that internship in college, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I have to, I have to mm-hmm. help them out yeah. because I want to see them in my shoes and the shoes of my predecessors. This is definitely yeah. given. What is this thing that brunch that Jay Z be holding? That's the vibe <laughs> right now. No, let's yeah. not talk about brunch in DC. Hey, okay. oh, man. that no. is a whole other conversation. <laughs> well, that's that's gonna get a little. A little we will have to say that one for another day. Yeah, yeah. It'll but really I'm really liking this. You guys, even though like there were some cons for going to HBCU, I felt like it's. You guys made me want to reapply again. No, <laughs> you should. I still need I to get my master's. One those, it's one of those experiences that like. It's gonna be different for everybody. It's, it's different for everybody, but you only get it once. Yeah, right. You only have one life to live. You know live. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you only get that experience once, and it's like, you know, I listen to some people that say, "Yeah, I wish I went to an HBCU." I listen to some other people that say, "Yeah, I, I, I'm glad I didn't go to HBCU." Mm-hmm. For some people that went to HBCU, they say, "I, I'm, you know, I wish I didn't go to an HBCU." So it's different perspectives, but it's more so. What are you doing to make that experience yours? Yeah, that's one thing I wow. definitely you know have to preach. Like, what are you doing to personalize this experience? Because I always tell people, like, you know, like opinions. Everyone, everyone has an opinion. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if I was telling Sammy on the way here, like, um, everyone has an opinion, and when you think about the fact that there's this one Nigerian parent that thinks that their opinion is right. <laughs> Over what everyone about else's the five point four billion people that think that their so opinions yeah, the are right one. as well. <laughs> so yeah. you now you think your opinion is the one that is right, quote unquote, mm. and right and wrong is already subjective. So you think your opinion is like you know what I mean? Like it's it's madness. It's you know what I mean? It's, it's pure madness. So when you kind of put that into a perspective of like making choices because of other people's experiences, mm-hmm. you're only doing yourself yeah, harm. Yeah, I think that's weird. Exactly. I think that's weird. I like I make my choices based off what experience do I want to have. Because yep. if the time goes and I didn't make it, I missed it. Yeah. Like, you know the, the term, you miss every shot you don't take? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally. If it's not going to kill me, I'm taking it. 
Okay, yeah. I am gonna go to uh, HBCU. I am. I really do. If I get my master's, just know it's gonna be an HBCU. I okay. really, yeah. I want both experiences. I did PWI already. Yeah. I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. I think I like like I, I know before I said I was discouraged, but again, it's just a whole new community. Mm. Yeah. So I, I, I'm gonna you know me. I, I can't be. I'm confident. I'm gonna find some way to feel special some way because I'm a little delusional. But. I feel like the way I took my experience was a little bit different because I. I didn't feel as much community inside Howard. So mm. I did a big chunk and portion of my work making that community outside. And especially coming from like, I'm from Queens and Queens is very diverse, mm-hmm. but like- And mixy. And mixy. <laughs> very mixy. <laughs> but a lot of people will tell me like, even now they talk to me like, oh my God, you went to Howard. You did this, you did that. And I'm like, y'all went to Howard too. Y'all don't know. Y'all went with me. Oh. So <laughs> I was trying to tell them. Really? No, That's I really crazy. be trying to tell them. You were low-key, low-key. Yeah, I really be trying to like bring, like bridge that gap because not a lot of people had the opportunities I had to even get me there. Mm. Right. And then even when I was there, a lot of those opportunities, it wasn't even like I have them because I'm there, not because like other people don't deserve them. Mm. So it's like kind of bringing back those opportunities in any which way I can. And mm. not only being that kind of like connection within the Howard community, but outside as well, because it's like, you know, not everyone could have the experience of going to an HBCU or could have the camaraderie from, you know, just their community, wherever it is. Mm -hmm. So I like to like, you know, bring that in and talk to other people and kind of just make sure that like, no matter where you were, PWI, HBCU, community college, like if there's an opportunity that I think you would do great in, Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you that hand and Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you know, like, you could thrive here and you can do this here because I feel like one thing Howard really did allow me to build is like my confidence in myself, mm. in my craft, in whatever I'm doing. Because right. when you take away things like, you know, your skin color, your race, and you're really down to like That's who you are, you are yeah, how you work, your work mm-hmm. ethic, the type Ooh. of pride you have in the things you do. You get to realize, like, okay, actually, I'm overqualified. I shouldn't be here. Like, this, what you're asking me to do is actually an insult because I could do this with my eyes closed walking Mm. backwards. And if I could do that, then imagine the people who think that, oh, I'd never get the chance. This is too hard. Like, no, trust me. You deserve it. Mm -hmm. You just don't know that it exists. So kind of being able to give that, spread that all around and not just keeping it, like, within that little Howard bubble right. is like very big for me. And even so, with Nigerian parents, it's not like they talk to us about HBCUs. Oh, my mom hated it. Never, like, I never heard my mom bring it What's up. HBCU? I, I, I yeah. didn't know what HBCU know what was, was to my senior year of college, um, to my senior year of high school. Me either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't know that there was this world that exists for where just, it was just black people at an institution, at a, at a higher institution. You know See, what I mean? And it's That's, amazing. Cause y'all, like, y'all did not catch what I said there. Black people at an institution. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm thinking institution like prisons. Oh, oh, and oh like, no, we didn't catch it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, rewind, rewind, rewind. Yeah. But not yeah, think about it. I was not going to say that. <laughs> I can't lie to you. <laughs> it was one of those things that's like, yeah. Like, that's crazy. You learned a lot about Howard. And, no, we, and the experiences that come with it. And I'm pretty sure there's still more oh. to talk about. Oh, but yeah. we're going to have to bring it 
on a part two. Oh, absolutely. Yes. There will have to be a part two. It will have to be a part two. Facts. There will be an HBCU love uh, uh, little segment. Ah, HBCU love. I feel like Mukwe would, would, would get HBCU love experience. Oh, I so? feel like yeah, you I would. So, oh, I sure for would. You know, some, I sure would, you know, but I ain't with the drama. How homecoming? She gonna meet this one dude. Yeah, that you know that was an alum. You know, <laughs> an engineer. It literally be like that. Homecoming <laughs> is another breeding. You meet ground. them after the fact, not when you're in it. Yeah, after. Let me let me go to homecoming. Ground. It's huh? And let me go to homecoming. Uh, is it? Yeah, I've been trying to invite you for like last two I years. I know, right? You have. <laughs> and it's just I don't like, think it was God's time. I think if I go, I will find my husband. I kid you not. People literally go there looking for husbands. Like, and it's just mm. like. They should close their Listen, eyes. Listen, you got to plan for the future. Because like you said, you yeah. never know if you're next to the next Forbes, what is it, 100, Billion, 300 list? Billion yeah, top yeah. whatever. You, yeah, never like, you never know. You so. never know. Faction, you never know. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already excited. I'm going to see. You know, this girl's delusional. She's already thinking I'm about who she's going to meet. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I girl, know when to step into too. reality. Mm-hmm. But I love being in my delusional. My delusion makes me happy. It does. Okay. And that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. And then I know when to step into reality. But I'd rather not wear that shoe. <laughs> you think so? It's very bleak, you know? Yeah. It's no fun. Hmm, delusional is more fun. You just got to see it. Nobody else got to see it. Just you. Just think about you. it. Just you. Yo, I be think saying, about it. I be when like, we yo, I wish there's something. I be texting Dami some screenshots. And I be like, oh, look, look, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> no, that, that us. Just your own worlds. You don't imagine. When you were younger, you know, Imagine you had to, you had fun with your imagination. You had fun you know? with your playing with your dolls, playing with your trucks and shit. You know, you made up little scenarios. The difference is now, like it's a little bit more in your hand. Like you could be delusional, but the difference but between delusion and reality is yeah. yeah. your actions. Yeah, like, you like, trust me, I'll be speaking it. I'll be praying for it too. And I think that's a very dangerous line because <laughs> at times, if like, you don't know how to walk it, if you because you could be your you delusion. You could put me on a tightrope, and yeah, you will walk literally, you start to like make your delusion your reality. And you would start to live in it, and it's like that's where some things. But are... isn't that like manifestation, though? In theory. In theory, but manifestation could be, you know, you have to do it in practice. Positive and negative, right? <laughs> Delusional could be positive. And... Well, we want, yeah, we want it, positive it, it, delusions. Exactly I have positive we want delusions. Positive delusions. But that's but that's that's exactly my point. Is that like you have the ability to turn that delusion into reality. Yeah. It all depends on the person's mindset. Like if yeah, you're exactly. if you're in a stable mindset and you can actually be delusional and use that to your advantage, then that's different, but we don't want the other side. Delusion has always worked for me. So delusion has say, always worked for I me can't too. Say too much. Okay. It's only fun. delusional until people start coming to you saying the same thing you were saying to yourself you in your like, head. Bro, really? I was thinking that same thing too. Exactly. Like, now I'm not crazy no more. Not yeah. everybody sees it. Yeah. Now I need to make a whole new set of crazy. <laughs> what? Yeah. So just add to the crazy. Yeah. 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 Why crazy not? Crazy square. If everybody know? could see it, it's not crazy anymore. It's not. You think so? I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of afraid that when I get like old age and start hitting dementia, huh? I'm really scared. <laughs> I'm actually really scared of what delusion I'm going to be no living dementia in. dementia will come on you and Jesus. No, Amen. God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. But like, I'm also realistic with science. Like, that shit does happen. Mm. And my memory's already fucked up. Hey, I won't be why surprised. Is that? <laughs> 
I just have my already my own health concerns already, and it's oh, okay. I'm just saying, like you know, like when people go through dementia or what is the other one called? Alzheimer's. Oh, you Alzheimer's. know, they start they kind of like start living in this whole reality. That's that how they a whole new reality that you probably never participated in. I really would. <laughs> I really is crazy. That's how I'm saying. Come, can, can you bring the yacht up? I'm ready to go for a stroll. They're like, <laughs> like, well, I don't know what the loser I would be living that in at that whole age. Y'all up is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the magic got boring. Can you come pick me up in the yard? Actually, call the private jet. That's yeah, can we, we go, go, can we go to Morocco? <laughs> we out. <laughs> and it's okay, because we're never going to go to Morocco. Okay. Oh, I'm actually going there. Not Ooh. too much. Oh, you see how we speak it into existence? I'll tell you. The delusion yeah. Delusion works. I'm I think we're sharing you. the same plane. I'm though. telling you, man. I'm, I She's think it's... Month. That's crazy. It's only delusion until it actually any happens. Other place. I could have named any other country. I don't even know why I said Morocco. I swear to God. Please. I'll, I'll send you pictures. I'll send you pictures. <laughs> I'm going to be happy. I'll be dead. <laughs> Spiritually, I am dead. Okay? But let's bring this to the show to end. I think it's been about an hour. But it's okay. This this was a good-ass conversation. It was. You know? And I really can't wait to learn more. Like, and I, I can't wait to see how y'all going to grow from this. Because no, when definitely. we come back, we, we don't know what you're going to say next time. Facts. We don't know where you're going to be in your life next time. First of all, we might not even be in the studio next okay. time. Okay? Let's see So it. let's see. Let's see this delusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just see it. Next time we're going to own the building. A period. Girl, we're already We're going to own the building next time. I like you. Yeah. I like you. I like you. You took too long to introduce us. Okay? What? <laughs> too long. I have a lot of friends. I know. And your friends seem dope. All my friends, I love my friends. They're all That's good. like amazing in their own ways, man. I love they're, that. Like, I love that. Yeah, both, you know, it doesn't matter, male, female. I mean, like, they're all themselves. You know what I mean? As and, they should be. And I think it's the fact that they're unconditionally themselves. Like, you know what I mean? That's like, what I like. I, like, it doesn't, I have this one friend, his name starts with T. And <laughs> not, not giving the clues. His name starts with T, and he's an international student. Oh. <laughs> and he's always, always, always going to be himself. It does not matter if the sky too. is falling. This dude will take off a shirt at a Davido concert. He doesn't like, <laughs> like right. and he's done that. That's why. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> like, shout outs to you, T. Yeah, shout out to you, right? But yeah, so it's just like, yo, all my friends are they're really nice people. Man. I know, I'm yeah. nice, you're nice, she's nice, we're all nice. Uh, what happened yeah. to you? You cool. I'm sorry? Hmm? <laughs> what happened to what? Nothing, you're nice. You're nothing, nothing. Nice. What you nothing. mean? I am um, nice. Yeah, you're Paul, the nicest yeah. person I know. So we're going to bring this to an end. It was lovely having you here by me. Yes. And it was nice you. having you here, Angela, even though it took a long time coming. I'm so happy you came. Okay? I'll be busy. Okay, you and know. as you should be, as you should be. Book them busy. Book them busy, as you should be. But you made time for us, and I really appreciate thank that. You, thank you, thank I mean, I always thank appreciate you, you being thank here. You. You have no choice, but, and I appreciate that. <laughs> no choice that. is nasty work, bro. It's not, not she don't. We're no, in this together. She don't have a choice. It's little yin and yang. One Literally. plus one equals two. Exactly. She has no choice. Tom and Jerry. Can you imagine what I'll be talking about if she didn't come here? <laughs> I'm just saying. How to be delusional 101. Literally. It LOL. Was... <laughs> by one really? and i was just talking pure nonsense oh my God. for just, 40 seconds like, hello guys welcome back to you know <laughs> the mukramat show the one and only <laughs> i 
man. I appreciate you guys being here. First American Nigerian generation, I'd be all of us. Of course. Oh, oh shit, it's a fang. It's a fang for real. It's fangs. You're fang. I wish I grew fangs a lot. Like, no. Freak, you know? Your mother, they will call you a witch and stony. <laughs> okay? It's not happening. I've, I've always wanted to have like grills. It's you okay. Know? You Shake can have them. a grill. Like, come With on. The all uh, who is it? Alaji and Alaja have the silver yeah. tooth. You can have a grill, okay? I just feel like actually I, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't think myself seriously. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck am I wearing, bro? <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't give me a grill. That's how I'll be shining my teeth. I'll be here like this. <laughs> See that shit? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah really, really. But mm-hmm. it was lovely having you guys. Yes, thank you guys for coming on, sharing your perspectives. It was really nice hearing about, you know, HBCUs from yours expect um um from your perspective. Cause I don't know anyone who's been to any kind of HBCU. Oh, really? So no, you do. Pull up to homecoming. I oh no, that has something. Homecoming. Yeah, that's this when you're gonna right. get the real yeah. experience. Oh, 2023, right? 2023, yep. right? Yeah. October. Every October. October. Okay, so we birthday. out. Okay, we out. Get you have out. to. At oh. least come from one of the events. No, yeah. don't worry. I'll be there for the whole I'm weekend. I'm staying for the whole weekend. Oh, because people usually... Come to tailgate. Some, yeah, See, I tailgate, tailgate Saturday. I that's the main football. event. Yeah. But oh, no we don't actually no watch the game. The game you guys don't go to the game? No. I mean, no, because they there's a massive lose. parking lot with 10,000 people. And oh, because you guys are, just tailgate it. just be so, like okay. talking and shit. Literally, like, I kid you not, be like, like, the football up. stadium is nowhere near like the tailgate, the tailgate. location. It's a little, it's a distance. It's a, it's, it's a pretty... A couple hills. Because people come for tailgate. No one really cares about the game unless you've got tickets for the game. And those are already scars. So like, yeah. you know, like... Okay. We, we, they, I'm pretty sure they have a screen up at the tailgate, right? No, no. What, what type walk, of tailgate is you gotta this? Walk to the, it's a, it's a lit tailgate. We not there for the game. We there for the tailgate. It's a we there for the vibes. Lot. Okay, yeah. Yeah. it's a parking lot. There's different, like there's different tents with different Bro, types of music. Bro, that's like that thing you took me to when I came up to Buffalo with you and Angelina <laughs> on her birthday, and we was in a parking lot. Yeah, just okay, jamming. Okay. Good vibes. I know the vibes. Mine's different. Mine's more too. hood though, but like yeah. <laughs> It was more hood though. I love my hood rat shit. But no, uh, let the people friends. know where they can follow you on Instagram, your socials, all of that. Animation. I literally forgot. Uh, you want to go first? I'm screaming. <laughs> you can follow me everywhere <laughs> at <laughs> She's So Bammy, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Oh, YouTube too? All that. That's interesting. I only have uh, Instagram and Twitter. Please don't follow me on Twitter. Um, You'll see some. <laughs> it, it'll just be sports. So why there. will you bring it up? Um, I know, right? Now by fire by force, they have to find you. No, they won't find me. Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> uh, my Instagram is just Jala J O L A dot A D E E two E's. Okay. Yeah. And okay. you know you can find me at it's underscore McCree, and that's on everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. TikTok. And I don't use Twitter, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> and you guys can follow me on all social media platforms at that Queen Beck. And also you can stay updated on the Fang Podcast. We're everywhere, literally. Everywhere. Most importantly, the Fang Podcast. Okay. Fang. F-A-N-G. The one mm-hmm. and only. Okay. Facts. <laughs> the one and only. One yes, only, that's man. true. And with that, we're gonna bring it to a close. We wish you a good day. Peace out. Bye. Bye.